0: While Houston deals with the Deltas, Cordy and Kinney trudge through Bray Park. Kinney is wrapped up in a letterman jacket that is swallowing her whole. It's concealing something huge and bulky on her back. She adjusts the strap across her chest and reaches out for Cordy. So, what's it like, you know, being you?
1: (laughs) I don't know. What's it like being you?
0: Well, until recently, it was pretty boring. I mean, I'm just a dork that reads too much and reminds you of a rabbit. A cute rabbit. (laughs) Thanks.
1: (laughs) I'm just a girl that likes music and can change into a wolf.
0: (laughs) A cute wolf? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming. I haven't actually... See you. Rabbit. <laughs> you flirt. <laughs>
1: knock it off. You know what I mean. You knock it off.
0: Both of you knock it off. Or did you forget about the impending apocalypse? Houston Derricks rolls up in a sleeveless red tank with DOA emblazed across her chest. She carries a golden bow with matching quivers strapped across her back. She then rests one hand on the hatchet holstered on her hip, and then points the other up at the growing shadow creeping across the full moon. It's casting a red glow on the world below. In spite of this, Houston's silver arrows still glow as pale as moonlight. (sighs) Just waiting on the army that you promised...
1: The Deltas are not coming.
0: Expert in you what?
1: You just have to settle for an army of one. <laughs> Where's your backup? I don't know what you mean. Wolves never hunt alone.
0: <sighs> They'll need us. Cordy shifts away from Houston and her silver pointy death sticks. She puts Kinney in between them, where she always seems to end up. A buffer between wolves and hunters. This silly little human that likes to read too much and can't see how important she really is.
1: How many are we expecting? Mm. <laughs> Whoa, so I have an idea of how many are friendly. Aim for the ones attacking you.
0: Kini pushes up her glasses. Her nose twitches as she shrugs off the jacket, revealing the crossbow she stole, uh, borrowed from Houston's car. Whoa, is that my- Let's lock and load! Kinney barrels down the path, flanked by the Shepherd of Man and the daughter of Lucretia. This would be just so badass if she wasn't a thousand percent sure she'd die tonight. Where'd everybody go?
1: Oh, final girl vibes. Final girl vibes. Oh. How disappointing. The little lamb doesn't want to play by the rules.
0: Nastia emerges from the opposite end of the clearing, flanked by a couple of lycanthropes with lupus constellations carved into their chest. In between them is a chained and bloodied Marty.
1: I must say, I am impressed with your willingness to sacrifice someone so dear. It seems you aren't the sweet, lovable uncle you pretend to be, Martin. Why is your niece trying to kill you? Release him! So you do care? I'm confused. I said let him go! Unharmed. If you were truly concerned with his safety, you would have listened.
0: Release my uncle. Now.
1: (laughs) So the little lamb has some bite. I understand why she keeps you around. Who? The wolf girl. Watch it. My, have you changed. Where was all this concern for your friend? If I remember correctly, they were screaming for your help and you sat there frozen. Like a deer in the headlights. Shut up. this sort of weakness I'm trying to root out? I wonder where you get it from. It wasn't from the wife. That one hardly made a peep when we strung her up. She fought, but she was so boring. Ugh, humans are so fragile. Shut up! Martin here has the heart of a wolf. He's seen bloodshed. He's caused it. You can see it in his eyes, that killer instinct. (sighs) But his soul is soft. He's still just a lamb. Though he's proven to be entertaining enough. Maybe your weakness comes from the mother. You know what they say about breeding. Shut up!
0: A large white wolf, large enough to be eye to eye with Kinney, breaks through the tree line and comes to a defensive position in front of Kinney. Her brilliant blue eyes alight with rage as she snarls at Nasty and her horde. There's a small cluster of dark freckles on her front leg, in the same general area of Cordy's birthmark. More wolves come out of the woodwork to back Cordy up, forming a protective circle around Kinney. Two nearly identical lycanthropes with reddish-brown fur flank either side of Cordy. They have matching yellow eyes and wear mirroring diamond studs and stainless steel cufflinks as earrings. The only way to tell them apart is their scars. One has claw marks racked down the left side of her neck. The other has a bite mark across the right side of her torso. Behind Kinney, a woman covered head to toe in oak brown fur. Her teeth protrude from her mouth in fangs, and her hands are curled into shiny black talons. Her eyes are dark stormy gray that flash like lightning as they scan the tree line. Next to her is a large gray wolf, about half the size of Cordy. On the small of her back is a cluster of white freckles, similar to Cordy's constellation. She even has blue eyes like Cordy, except hers are darker with little flecks of gray.
1: Ooh, this wasn't the plan.
0: Cordy looks back at Kinney, protective anger radiating from her. Before Kinney can say anything else, hounds of various backgrounds emerge from the trees. Lycanthropes and shifters with glowing red eyes close in around Kinney, Hordy, and the pack. Kinney swings her crossbow around, trying to count the incoming horde, but she quickly loses track as panic rises in her throat. The clearing turns a deep, bloody red. Where's Houston? No more games. Let's have some fun. (laughs) Nastia's sneer extends as she transforms into this long, lanky, wendigo-looking creature with distended limbs and yellow fangs. Her flaming red hair becomes stringy and matted as it travels down her back. Her pale complexion becomes sickly and gray as her nails grow into black talons. It's the same creature that took Rose. It was you.
1: monsters killed my wife threatened my child give me your ass
0: in one fluid motion houston down two more wolves incoming unhooks her hatchets and tosses them to marty without hesitation
1: hearts and heads roger that (laughs) You do this often?
0: Oh, You know, school stuff. Watch out! A hound bounds in towards Marty, but the large gray wolf catches it by the neck and swings it around into another hound. Whoa! Three more hounds jump on the gray wolf. The wolf woman roars, rushing in to aid the gray wolf. The wolf woman throws the hounds off the gray wolf and toward the twin lycanthropes. They pounce on the hound and start ripping and tearing the creature apart. Not food, not food, not food, not food. Not food, 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 not food. Cordy and Kinney pat seamlessly together as Nastia's hounds surround them. Nastia watches her wolves get Anacimated by humans, Cordy and her pack, she lashes out at the Grey Wolf and is met with a flurry of teeth and claws as it sinks its teeth into her side. Breaking away, she slinks off into the woods alone. Cordy catches Nastia sneak-off and charges after her. A larger-than-normal lycanism barrels into Cordy, tackling her to the ground and giving Nastia a chance to escape. Kini catches the action and Nastia's escape into the shadows. Oh no, you don't. I'm going after her. Kitty, wait. Uh, hold on, Monroe. Bikini is too far away to heed <coughs> him. She follows Nastia deeper into the woods while readying her crossbow. Marty follows after her, axing the hounds as they approach him. Kindle. Bikini stalks through the woods, crossbow at the ready. Oh,
1: this tenacity.
0: You must get it from your father. Oh, keep talking, lady. I got a crossbow boat with your name on it. Kendall! Kenny!
1: You don't know much about him, do you? (laughs) But I do.
0: Oh, yeah, sure you do. Because I'm going to believe the demon that killed my aunt and roommate
1: that I killed them. Stop lying and show your face, bitch! Why didn't you tell her about her father, Martin? (gasps) Marty! Don't listen to her, kiddo. We can
0: just go home.
1: Just sweep it under the rug and pretend he doesn't exist. Isn't that right, Martin? What does she mean? Do you know who my father is? Do you? Yes. But.
0: Nastia's pale and gnarled form drops behind Marty. She grabs him by the throat, using his body as a human shield. She covers his mouth with her clawed, beastly hand. She winces as the blood spurts from her side.
1: No more lies, Martin.
0: Tears well up in Kenny's eyes, and she tries to get a clear shot on Nastia. Everywhere she aims, Marty's in the way. There's no shot, not without killing Marty.
1: (laughs) Cut off a wolf's head, and it can still bite. Careful, Kenny. End this. I was trying to save you. I was trying to save you, please.
0: Ah! You're just like me. Pain erupts through Kinney. Her blood on fire as nasty as infection rages through her body. Her glasses fly off, and the normally brown eyes shimmer the bright emerald green and he collapses in the woods, tired and turning. As the red glow of the moon returns to silvery white, the broken bodies of the hound's remains are scattered across the clearing. Houston walks around. Retrieving the priceless silver arrows from sizzling corpses. The pack groups up, reverting to human form and checking on each other. They begin nursing the more serious wounds as they make their way home. The twins support each other as they stagger together. The wolf woman chases after an excited child. Cordy catches the child and hands her off to the wolf woman with some kind of word. Too low for Houston to make out. When she jogs over to Houston, she can clearly see Cordy is stark naked. Did it work? Did we stop it? I'm fine. You're fine. Where's Kenny? Cordy follows Kenny's scent deep into the woods. She finds Nastia's smiling corpse laying next to a silver-tipped bolt. Blood pours out of the smoking hole in her chest and trickles out of the sides of her mouth. Rabbit? 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 Cordy comes across Marty's body, next to Houston's crossbow, a bolt-sized hole in the middle of his chest. She can smell Nastia's stench blanketing him as he stares up with cold, dead eyes. Realization hits her as she examines the body, pushing her to find Kinney faster. Kendall! 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 Kendall, Cordy drops down next to Kinney, looking her over. Nothing seems to be broken or missing. Cordy helps Kinney sit up. Her eyes refract the light of the moon. They land on the vicious, fresh bite seeping through Kinney's pant leg, but it's no longer bleeding. I'm okay. Kinney looks back, her green eyes also refracting the light of the moon. She blinks and feels around for her glasses. When she puts them on, they hang crooked on her face. She pushes them up and twitches her nose. Her eyes are back to their normal chocolate brown. So, uh, you're a giant white wolf.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when the mood strikes. (laughs) You're
0: naked. Kenny? Yeah? Shut up. Cordy leans in and kisses Kenny hard. Okay, so it's been a few days since the Super Blood Wolf moon eclipse, and everything is business as usual at Talbot University. Everyone blames the wolf raid on the Cauldron Club's extremely potent potion, and luckily no one from school ended up missing or dead. <laughs> I mean, Krista wants me to move into the Delta house now that I've proven myself a valuable member.
1: You can just come with me.
0: Oh, gross. She's moving off campus, Perv. Ginger wants
1: me close by. You know, in case the whole Nastia thing isn't over yet. Plus, there's no need for me to stay. I mean, if I can't cuddle my rabbit. Mm -hmm. What are you even doing here? Yeah, I'm in a weird place with the Deltas. Explain. (sighs) Stealing precious artifacts, teaming up with wolves, but still saving the world. Kind of puts me in a weird place with leadership. I bet it does. Considering your leadership was nowhere to be found when it came to actually stopping the end of the world. I mean, I'm not surprised this is the gratitude you receive, Shepherd. I was put in charge of cleaning the storage room and found a box of Rose's old stuff thought you'd want it. I got class, and the box has,
0: well, (laughs) specific instructions. Houston awkwardly shoves Kinney a shoebox full of cassette tapes. The box is labeled Property of Rose. Do not open. Underneath reads, I'm serious, Derek's." Kinney takes the box as Houston leaves.
1: sure no one is going to hear these, but Kenny does her video thing and it seems to help her figure stuff out. So, thought I'd give it a shot with this old tape thingy. Seriously, blame Kenny for this. You okay, Rabbit? Rabbit, you okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Come on, sweetie. We'll be late to class.
0: They're coming. Quiet the door.
1: Do you know Kurt Sjodnak? Shh. Quiet. I learned about him in school. He had this quote that always stuck with me. What are you doing? Get back now.
0: Even a man who is pure of heart and says his prayers at night. Rose's eyes gleam, refracting the light from the blood red moon. A lupus scar carved over their Orion tattoo may become...
1: a wolf.